hope it's a beautiful start to your day. It's a beautiful start to my day. I'm glad to be among the living. I always am. So we're going to get to the show. And today is going to be a special show. There's so much serious shit going on in the world, and I always deal with that for the most part. But today I want to deal with just something trivial. I'm going to talk mostly NBA basketball talk. We are dealing with the greatest of all times, from every position, from coaches to who I think is the biggest bust of all time, the best foreign players, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I am going to get a few things out of the way because life still goes on, even when you do a special show. By the way, this is Strange Talk with Doc. I am your host, Doc. You can find me on most social media platforms. This is a podcast that deals with topical subjects. I am not a comedian. I'm not a how-to guy. I'm not going to open your third eye. I am not going to kick any knowledge to you that you might not already know. This is about enjoyment, hearing another point of view, maybe you calling in and joining, lending your voice to this podcast. The more, the merrier. Everyone is welcome. Like I say, if you look up Strange Talk with Doc, my information can be found on social media. I'm on most platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play. You know you know the deal. I don't want to bore you with the bullshit, okay? But UFC had a card last night. Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar. Cyborg, the return of Cyborg. It was a good card. It was a steady card. There were some good fights. If you like the UFC, and I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks, this might be week number five of nine straight weeks of UFC. So we would call this the main season of UFC cards, and this was a solid card. Uh, Max Holloway and Frankie Edgar never disappoint. I don't want to give you any uh, giveaways on what happened in these matches, but if you're not doing anything else today, Give it a look. It's a good card. Like I said, UFC 240. So New York's got a little bit of a problem going on right now. And I'm not even talking about that massive shooting. I'll get to that in a second. But young men dancing cops with water buckets is outrageous. I don't know if these young men are trying to get themselves in the position to actually be assaulted. Because what they're doing themselves is a form of assault. You do not take a person that's in uniform carrying equipment that costs money, that gun costs, that taser costs. Them now having to take time off work to dry up costs them hours. It costs other people man hours that might have to be called in to now take their shifts. Uh, They also wear body cam. That costs money. You could wind up catching a felony charge for dousing a cop with water because you damage enough city property that it now goes over the $600 threshold. But not only that, how do we know that you don't have a chemical inside these water buckets? See, it's bleach or lye or what have you. And now you're doing this, but you want the cops to have a certain amount of restraint. And I always want them to have a certain amount of restraint. But what are you going to do, even as Joe Citizen, if somebody takes a water bucket and you're not involved with their water fight and they downed you 
while you're trying to do a job. You're out there trying to arrest a suspect, and you got Joe Clown wetting you down. That's bullshit. It needs to stop. The mayor, the police commissioner needs to get on the airwave and say this will not be tolerated. We, The next person who does this will be arrested. We will charge them with some kind of misdemeanor assault or something like that. And they will end this bullshit because when I was a kid growing up in Brooklyn, we would use the water hydrant. But when a cop car rolled down the block, if they did not roll their windows up, we instantly either turned that hydrant off or somebody put their ass up against the hydrant so that the water did not even touch the police car. The police are not there to be our play toys or even our friends. We have to look out for them. I mean, we can't have the talk about the police. And any black Hispanic person from an inner city area knows what these talks are and then go around and then play games with these same people. It's a serious deal. So, you know, you got to watch your ass. Teach your kids. Tell your kids not to play games like this. It's potentially dangerous. So my one of my favorite places on the earth, Las Vegas, is being bombarded with grasshoppers. Locust swarms have attacked Las Vegas. The film is uh, outrageous. You can go on YouTube, Google. I even have pictures attached to this YouTube presentation that I'll be putting up. It's something to behold, and you definitely should look at it. Because if you've never seen it, and I am so glad that I'm heading nowhere near Las Vegas, I'm glad that I'm not heading nowhere near Las Vegas in the next four to five to six weeks because they said that this will be an ongoing issue for quite a while due to the all the rain that they had, which was uncommon, during the fall season. Okay? So now, yesterday, in Brownsville, they had an old-timers day. I don't do old-timers day. Matter of fact, Bones was on the show not too long ago, and we were discussing these old-timers days at the parks and such and such, but I don't do them. I would definitely not travel all the way to New York to do some park old-timers days, see a lot of people that I don't even particularly want to see, never want to see again as long as I live. But 12 people were shot, one died. I discuss this with my wife all the time. We talk about gentrification in New York City. But I say this, if anybody could gentrify Brownsville and East New York section of Brooklyn, they are beyond ingenious because these are areas that just are embedded with a certain kind of mentality. And I'm not going to say all people because those are my people. And I have actual family members live there. I spent a lot of time there as a young man myself. So I'm not going to denigrate a whole group. But because it's so projecty to get a new mentality there would be uh, uh, beyond uh, comprehension for me. That's beyond my pay grade. Uh, I am sad to hear that this kind of uh, violence happened when people were trying to get together and have a good time. And I, I find it appalling. But what are you going to do? Who we got here? Oh, Net boy. Hey, Net, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? First Sunday, I ain't out of work in a while. Okay, good for you, man. I'm I'm sure the family like to have you around for the day. Yeah, they're actually in Binghamton, so I'm actually home alone, enjoying myself. Okay, you know what? Home alone is not a bad thing either. 
How's everything with you? Everything is beautiful. Everything is beautiful. I got no complaints. Oh, good to hear. So we have, um, we had this lady down here. Her name is Nancy Goodman. And she was actually a public official. And she goes into a diner. And she starts uh, telling these young black ladies, or I don't know, middle-aged black ladies, that you're being too loud. And then she calls them the N-word. Now, this was a, a public official who was elected into office. And she gets a chance, Net, to back away from doubling down on stupid. But she doubles and triples down by saying she would actually call black people this word again. Yeah, she has I, no I, I, I saw that on the news. I don't know what the hell is. This, this world is coming to, especially for the last, like, during these Trump years, things look like it got times eight worse. Oh, yes. He's he's pumped up the volume on stupidity uh, and cowardism uh, uh, to the 15th degree. To the 15th degree. Yeah, because I mean, it, it, it used to be like, uh, uh, what's the word? But right now it's like overt. <laughs> it's like... People used to do it behind closed doors, and now they like in your face with it. Oh no, no! You can walk around right now. You could pull a flag out from your back pocket and say, "I'm a sexist, homophobic, xenophobic pig of a person, and like me or lump me." You know, and it's just that simple. I don't know if it's happening more often, or things are just getting reported more often now. But it's insane. Every week is like two or three stories. Well, you know, that's why I decided today that I wasn't going to focus so much on the horrors of the world. I mean, yeah. it's basically the first five minutes of this show, and then after that, I'm moving on, man. I am definitely moving on because I've, I've had enough. Sometimes you have to purge your mind of some of the bullshit. Okay, now we got this guy. He is such a clown. Trump is such a clown that he's standing behind a seal while giving a uh, – speech to some kids, I guess, at a high school who the uh, arts department decided to pull a prank on him. And they don't even know how good a prank this was because it's an embarrassment to the country that Trump was standing behind the president, the United States seal, that one, had an eagle that wasn't an eagle. <laughs> Two, the arrows that were in the eagle's hand were golf clubs. It was a two-headed bird that the Russians used, and then it said something like, uh, Trump is a clown, or, or something to that effect. You know, we have that P-Uminous, whatever. Yep. They changed that to 45 is a joke. Now, you know these kids got in trouble, and the, the people that's in the arts department probably got fired, but he is so out of touch that, that he doesn't even realize when something like that, I mean, if the president doesn't know what the seal of the country is supposed to look like, who does? Yeah, my thing is, where's his team? Someone had to review this place before he got on stage, so where's, where's, where's that team member? Yeah, they. you know what? Everything should be pre-approved or you don't get to do it. Matter of fact, bring your own audiovisual guy with you. How about yep. that? But you know what? Trump is so arrogant. I mean, I want you to do me a favor. Anybody who could hear me, do me a favor. Just look at Trump's face when he speaks to any number of people, even if it's one person. He is 
literally putting on the biggest showboat, I mean, braggadocious, arrogant, asshole play of all time. So he Trump is like the president who doesn't even worry about assassination because he believes in his mind everybody loves him. Yeah, somebody, I was listening to something on YouTube the other day. I think it was about Andrew Schultz. And he was like, you got to think about it. But what Trump is good at is branding. He came out with that Make America Great Again. They came out with the slogan. Everybody ran with it. They came out with the red hat. Everybody ran with that. Now he's come out with the sitting them back. And everyone's running with that now. So he knows how to, like, get his base. Yeah, the man let's is not... dumb as hell, but he knows how to rally his base with the other side can't do at all. Yeah, and let's not forget his big one, too. You got to give him credit for fake news. Oh, fake news, yep, yep. Fake yep. news, I mean, that's the He phenomenal. knows how to get on every local news because he knows that they're going to promote him, and that's free press. Yeah. Now he was he was definitely out of line yesterday or the day before when he was talking about Baltimore. He called it a disgusting, rat infested mess where no human being would want to live. And to a degree, Trump's right. But what he's doing that's wrong in this matter is he's placing blame on that black mayor when Baltimore has been a shithole for well, forty, fifty years. And the black mayor yeah. she just got elected, what, last year? Yeah. Put it this way, when Domino's, Domino Sugar left Baltimore and the and the dock area started going down, by the, think about how long ago The Wire was on TV. By the time The Wire was on TV, Baltimore had already been shit. This dude was probably in public school. Yep. So you can't blame him for this. What what part of the city of Maryland is 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 the that new MGM in. I know it's maybe like an hour from Baltimore or maybe a half an hour from Baltimore. Well, you know what? From what I hear, they also have something casino. Uh, and people say that it's not really a place that you want to go. The uh, one in the MGM? No, maybe not the MGM. There was also this other casino that they opened maybe five, six, almost 10 years ago. Oh, okay. I've never been to, I've been to Baltimore few times, but I've never, uh, uh, the area down where the stadiums are look, looks awesome, but I've never been to, like, the, uh, a casino out there. Unless, unless it's in that area, I wouldn't uh, want to go. Yeah, I give Baltimore two things. Uh, you drive through Baltimore, it's the most red brick you're ever going to see in one place in your life. Yeah. Everything seems to be built of red brick, and I will give them credit. That Baltimore slide is pretty cool. Oh, it's yeah. like a, a cultural thing that they got. I think babies learn how to do that shit, and everybody and their mama in Baltimore can do that one damn dance. And when you see three, four, five hundred people do that dance at one time, it's all right. Good, yeah. You know? Yeah. Even the area where Morgan State University is, is pretty cool until you venture out maybe 15 or 20 blocks south. But you could say that almost about any city. You got you got pockets of nice, surrounded by great deals of shit. Cause Delaware is garbage. I've never been in. De- I drove through Delaware, of course, but I've never been in Delaware in my life, and I only know I've only know one person from Delaware. 
and and I'm sure that if you really spoke to them gut level and they was honest with you, they say pass on Delaware. It's not a it's Never not had a, a nice to Delaware. Well, I think they have uh, Ocean Ocean City. No, or is that Maryland? That's in Maryland, yeah. I, okay. I don't know what's in Delaware besides a few beaches. Rehoboth, yeah, Rehoboth Beach. Okay. I'm not so really they, a beach person, so it doesn't really like Delaware is not on my list. Is it no, no. Biden from Delaware? I uh, oh, yes, he is. Oh. And I, I'm definitely not a beach guy. There's too many men feet on the beach, so I don't. <laughs> Any place is that many men feet, I'm not there. I think I've been to, you know, I, I average one beach day a year. It's, it's just it's not for like me. somewhere on vacation. Now, I, I've been watching, I watched this program. I love documentaries. I watched this program, program on Netflix called QB1, Beyond the Lights. It's about up-and-coming high school quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I started watching it, but I think I'm on. I've only watched one episode. Okay, uh, season one is better than season two because you like the quarterbacks in season one more. But okay. it's not a bad show because, as you know, it doesn't just revolve around just football. It's also about their backstory and their lives. Yeah, but I recommend that. Now, there's been a lot of controversy about this one. I don't even know if you started it yet. But I am on episode six. Orange is the New Black season seven, final season. Oh, I, I gave up not... on Orange is the New Black after after the jail, after the riot. Okay. Well, like I said, this is the last season. I'm still hanging in there. And I would have to say to all the critics, I don't know what they're talking about. This is your regular Every day, Orange is the New Black is a good season. Is it a great season? No. I'm going to say that the best television program that's on right now, airing today, right now, is a show called Pose, P-O-S-E. It's about the drag ball community. First of all, you've never seen a show that has so many transvestites because all (laughs) all the females are transvestites or transsexuals let me i don't know if i'm right or wrong on this the lead character is a male but over the top gay i mean like super over the top gay uh but the flow of the show is good this is like 1980s new york city when the aids epidemic was kicking new york's ass and Gays had their pockets. B-boys had their pockets. And see, I grew up in that time. We know where to go, and we knew, like, they hang out on the Chelsea Piers. If you wasn't a homosexual, you don't even really have ever been to the Chelsea Piers. You know, I've never been to the Chelsea Piers. <laughs> have you ever Not been to the you never been to Chelsea Piers even, like, for the hit, the, like, the golf club? No, I've been to, yes. I've been to Chelsea Pierce when they opened that. But see, that oh, was when they opened that, before the that. Yes. This is when the Chelsea Pierce was a, like, uh, see, there's a certain part of Central Park called the Brambles, right? Yeah. The Brambles, if you're not a gay male, you don't go to the Brambles because that's where they hook up at. So oh, it's fuck. like 
Okay, I'm from Brooklyn, right? We have Prospect Park. Down near the bandstand, all straight men know you don't go to the bandstand unless a band is playing because that's the gay area. And see, it's not just the gay area, Ned. These dudes fuck outside in these gay areas. That's why you don't go there. You get it? So it's like, what do you look? As a matter of fact, another dude will be asking you, what are you here for if you ain't here for that? So he'd be like, you know, I know you playing games. You obviously just scared. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, I don't want to be in nothing like that. Now, I know this is going to blindside you because you're probably not even aware of what I'm doing today. Today is my top 10 all-time greatest NBA players, point guards, centers, power forwards, small forwards, shooting guards, coaches, bus, foreign-born players, and uh, what else? Coaches, players who don't have championship rings, six-man of the years, foreign-born players. So I don't even know if you can actually hang with that uh, without, like, paperwork in front of you. So... Yeah. What is that for? Uh, I be, this is because I wanted to do a lighter show. Oh, so okay. I, I wanted to do a top ten. That's why I said I just wanted to, like the first couple of minutes to be about what was going on, and after that I want to kind of blank out. Because oh, real quick, before you do before you do that, I just have to ask: Did you finish uh, Last Chance You? Yes, I finished Last Chance. Listen, I got Netflix on a, uh, what do you call that? A 30-day free. Yeah. And as soon as that ended, my second email got the same offer. No. <laughs> I've been I've been Netflixing to death for like the last month and a half. I mean, right. just Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. I, and I, Doc is a huge documentary guy. And I wanted to tell you something. I got to thank you. you. You're probably not aware of this at all. I have went primarily, and I'll admit to anybody listen to me, my YouTube numbers suck ass. They're horrible. Sometimes I only get 50 to 60 viewers. But where we are broadcasting from right now is called TalkShoe. I have hit almost 70,000 viewers, Ned. Oh, that's awesome. 70,000. And I'm talking about 1,500, an average of 1,500 people listen per week now. Uh, that's but awesome. You I have a the, lot to do with that. Yeah, you have a lot to do with that because all the old Our World shows are loaded up there. And that's uh, what cool. built the audience because I put those up before I even started this. I actually took a six-month sabbatical from this because I was sick most of last year. But I just wanted to let you know that it's not actually a waste of time because, I mean, that's and and these are not listeners; these are seventy thousand downloads, seventy thousand times somebody downloaded the show. Oh, that's awesome! And that doesn't even count the listeners. Yeah, that's awesome because once you download it, you don't know who they share it with or anything like that. Right. So, and 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 the numbers live. I, I actually posted on my Facebook because it's humbling to me. 
I remember when there was one talk show listener. One. Yeah. I looked this was morning. Was that guy that jumped in the room and kept saying nigger? Oh, yeah. I talked about him last <laughs> week. That might have been. He might have been the first one. He might have been the first one. But maybe he told somebody and said, you know, like I told Bones. I said, there might be some, some people homebound, and I'm like a weekly friend that they get to listen to. You know? So, and not just that. I started a merchandise line, people. If you want a sweater, a T-shirt, a shot glass, even headphones, ball caps, Strange Talk with Doc now has a merchandising line. So, just like I said, Google me on, uh, just Google me. You'll find my social media stuff, and from there you can get the information. And I would love for somebody out there to buy some T-shirts or uh, hoodies or whatever. It doesn't make a difference because I'm damn sure buying my own products. Yeah, that's really cool. But, I, I, you know, like, like I said, I don't want to hold you if you can't hang with this NBA thing, but that's where I'm basically going. No, that's fine. I mean, uh, I'm I'm kind of lacking on like the international players, but I have some favorites. Okay, if, if I saw international player. Okay, so you know what? I'm gonna start with that first, and that'll give you kind of an idea. Cause you, you just because I say it, don't mean you can't say it. Okay, my best foreign-born NBA players of all time is Elijahwan, Dirk, Nash, Ginobili. Ewing, Parker, Yao Ming, Divas, Al Horford, and Sabonis. Those are my... Hey, June, what's going on? Hey, what's up? How you doing, man? All right. Hey, that's Net, Net June, okay, and Doc. Those are my best-born foreign NBA players. You got any? Uh, I like... um... I like Divac. Uh, oh, what's this guy named? Pager Staryakovich? Yeah, oh, yeah, Pager was great. Steve Nash. And I like this new kid now, uh, Darko Milicek, I think his last name is. He played for the Dallas. Yes. Oh, and if yeah, I mention in Dallas, I got to say Dirk Nowinski. Okay. You got any foreign-born NBA players that, that you liked all time, uh, June? Yeah, um, Nowitzki. Uh, Sabonis, I like, too. He he played pretty good. Sabonis is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Jeff Hardisek was as far as you, really. Jeff Hardison? Jeff Hardisek. Yeah, really? Hardisek. Yeah. Where was he born from? Uh, Hornacek is... Boy, I thought he was a white American cat. I didn't know anybody no, from think, you, so I, I just think, thought they were from there. No, I think Hornacek is a, like a foreign name. Okay, so we're going to go now to the very easiest list there is. Your all-time favorite players. I don't care what position they played. You could have 10 centers. It does not make a difference. That will not hurt this category. Anybody uh, want to start or you want me to start? I can start. Uh, I will just go with the starting, well, 
I was a Bulls fan, so I'm going to go Jordan Pippen Rodman. Um, I really like Dirk, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. Oh, I'm missing some players here. Um, yes, you yeah. are. I'm missing a, a, a lot of plays that uh, uh, <laughs> my, just, my mind just went blank. But uh, it's hard to do this when you don't have a list. Yeah, well, if I had a list in front of me, it'd be easier. But those are just off the top of my head of all-time favorite players. Oh, and Derrick Rose. I still really? like Derrick Rose, but yeah, I, I still love Derrick Rose. Besides those knee injuries, I thought he would have been awesome. Um, shit, how my mind just totally went blank on the entire NBA. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal, loved him. I like Penny Hardaway and Gray Hill a lot, but injuries, of course, took their career away. Okay. I, let me, hey, I want to tell June Tracy, a secret that's, that's, about that's you. That's what I can remember. I want to tell June a secret about you. June, Ned Boy, yeah. you'll find out real soon, he's a Maverick fan. He likes okay. the Mavericks. Well, I'm a Bulls <laughs> fan, but I... When the Bulls sucked, I needed something else to watch on television. So, in the Mavs was that team that I, I gravitated to. Okay. Mm-hmm. My list. Let me go before you, June. Yeah. Go I got Jordan, Bryant, Doctor J, LeBron James, Jabbar, Bird, Shaq, Magic, Duncan, Olajuwon. And my all-time favorite NBA player, Dennis Rodman. I love Rodman. He doesn't get a lot of credit, but I love Rodman. He's my all-time favorite player. Rodman should be on ESPN every other week as a as a, one of those show hosts or something like that. They couldn't handle him. Okay, okay June, floor is yours. All right, so... First, I got to say, because when I started watching the NBA, I used to like the Milwaukee Bucks, so Junior Bridgemont. And that's just because, you know, that that that's when I first started watching basketball. But besides him, I like uh, MJ, Kobe. Uh, Nate Robinson, I like. <laughs> All right. Um, I like uh, – Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are talking all-time great, not the plays you like the most. I said the all-time right. greatest plays. Oh, all-time greatest. I, I, I must have I, 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 I was naming people I like. like. Okay, so Jordan, Kobe, Allen Iverson. Um, Carl Malone. Um, Dennis Rodman, because for rebounds and stuff. I don't think nobody's better than him. Center uh, is kind of, t- uh, I'll say Kareem. Um, Jason Kidd was good too as a point guard. Um, and Bird and Magic, I guess. Those. Yeah, I, I I have to also add Charles Barkley. He was one of my all-time favorite power forwards and became one of my favorite players, one of the greatest power forwards of all time. Okay, see, you know what? I, I wish I wish you would have known about this because I have some people who made my greatest list mm-hmm. who 
didn't make, well, no, see, I have some people who are admitted from my, or omitted from my greatest list, but at their positions, I have them as the greatest. Okay. And see, Barkley would be, Barkley's on my power forward list, but he could not make my list of all-time greatest because I got guys like Duncan and Rodman above him. Carl Malone didn't even make my all-time greatest list. Yeah, I never really liked Carl Malone. But I have to respect, you know, he's like Kobe. I have to respect his gangster. Those dudes could could put the numbers up. Yeah, every I just feel like night. I was dunking. I feel like Barkley was like the next best power forward. But remember, my basketball watching only started like in the late 80s. So I missed you, uh, late, like I'm talking like 89, 90s season. Okay, here what we're doing, really, guys. You don't have to go back to the Jerry West, Russell's. Will Chamberlain's and Robinson's of the world. We keeping it to the modern age. All right. Modern age starts around. Okay, we could say modern age starts around. Let's go 1980ish. That's still 40, 40 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So shooting guards. I started off just to give you guys a, a an idea of what we're talking about. Shooting guards: Jordan, Brian. D. Wade, Drexler, Iverson, Gervin, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Tracy McGrady, and Vince Carter. I'll go with yeah. you. Yeah, go ahead. You go. Nah, I, I, I would agree with his list. Uh, to add somebody. Would be uh no shooting guard. I, I would go with that. I'm surprised Ginobili wasn't on your list. Six man. Oh, oh all right. You gotta be a. You gotta to me to be on this list. You gotta be a lifetime starter. Yeah, I, I, I think I would just add uh, Dwayne Wade and and Harden to that list. Okay, Wade is on this list. Harden. And, and I, I feel like Harden I, did enough so far to be considered an all-time great. Shoot okay, guard. I you know what I could argue that, but I'm not going to. I I took longevity. I think that everybody that's on my list has played at least ten or more seasons already, and none of them, not one of these guys on the list, really was ever a bench player or a All six right. man. So. That's why I didn't do it. All right. Now, here's the easiest list, guys. Point guards. I don't care who goes. I'm writing, so you guys go. Okay, I got Magic, Stockton, Nash, the original and only real Isaiah Thomas, who I hated, still do to today. Tony Parker, because I'm a Spurs fan, and I'm going to, I'm going to cape like a mother effer for my spurs. Jason <laughs> Kidd. Gary Payton. I can't forget Gary Payton. I hate him too, but Chris Paul's on the list. Kevin Johnson. over Overlooked, underrated his whole career. And Mr. Tim Hardaway. I'm surprised you didn't put your... Well, his career kind of fell off after a while. But I knew you was a fan of his... Uh, uh, Deron Williams. 
Uh, you know what? He didn't. There was a time he was my favorite player in active in the NBA, but you know what? It didn't last long enough. But he had about a six-year span where he was awesome, and after that, nothing. I would add. I mean, I'm not sure. I would. I would add Iverson to the list. Did you say Iverson? Uh, you know, I'll consider well, Iverson. Well, because Iverson played guard. the flex position. He was like a point guard, shooting guard. So. See, I had Iverson listed on my all-time greatest shooting guards. I don't think Iverson passed the rock enough to be a point guard. Well, he averaged, wasn't it one season, he, well, <laughs> two, two seasons he averaged almost 10 assists, right? Yeah, but, because think about it. Allen Iverson had the ball in his hand from the time they got off the bus to the time they got back to the airport. I mean, he played with about seven or eight guys who didn't even want to shoot. Yeah, yeah. That's why it was a shock when his team always went as far as they did with one player. Mm-hmm. I will add, I will add, uh, I will add Westbrook to that list because he seems to be, even though he scores a lot, but he averages a lot of assists too. So I, I call him a decent, a good floor general. I can't argue with, I can't argue with a man. Shoot the, shoot the rock. I can't argue with a man who can average a triple double for three straight years. Can't. You got anybody to add, Mr. June? Yeah, so I got Magic, Isaiah, Jason Kidd, Tim Hardaway, uh, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Stephon Marbury, and Rajon Rondo. Okay, you got some shockers in there, but that's that's your list. Can't argue. Damn, I am I'm surprised to hear Rajon and and ultimately surprised to hear Mr. Marbury. You really got to put a nick in there. So. I like Rajon, but Marbury, I couldn't. I, I have this thing about Marbury where I was like, he always played on the exact same teams as Jason Kidd and never did anything besides the yeah. Knicks. I mean, they had the same team on the net, and then he went to Dallas, was it? Yes, he did for a minute. It, 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 it didn't even make the damn – couldn't even budge the – to crack the playoffs. Well, by then he was eating Vaseline, so. <laughs> okay. So now we we did the point guards. Let's move over to the power forward. Where I have mm-hmm. Duncan, Carl Malone, Kevin McHale, Kevin Garnett, Dirk Nowinski, Dennis Rodman, uh, Mr. Sean Kemp, Charles Barkley, Chris Webber, and Rashad Wallace. Sheed Wallace. Yeah, I, I, I could, I could go with those. June, what's going on, brother? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bob Lanier, uh, Duncan. Garnett, Nowitzki, uh, Barkley, um, uh, Rasheed Wallace, um, and I'm gonna go with oh um what's this guy uh. Um, 
Yeah, Give me I'll a just team and I'll help you out. Now, you, uh, now, I was trying to think of somebody, but I think they're going to be considered small for it. So. Okay. What, what, was Gasol considered a center or power forward? Paul Gasol? Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I am basically on the fence about that because he did play with other big men in L.A., I know that. But they were always bums. Oh, you know, know who else I wanted to add? Uh, Zach Randolph. Oh, you know what? Zach is not is not a bad choice. He uh he was a very dominant player for a long time. He but what what I what I'm trying to figure out in my mind is will guys like Chris Webber and Zach Randolph be remembered ten years from now? You know what I mean? Will they be actually remembered? Like people still gonna remember Barkley. People still gonna remember Neek. But will a Zach Randolph be remembered? Right. But you brought up a great one, and I'm I'm going to tip my hat to you. When when I was a kid, Bob Lanier was a different kind of animal. I mean, that was a beast, a beast. You know, I, I do have some old timers that when this is all done, I'm going to give them some love in these positions, but I just didn't want to throw super old timers in there. And see, in my mind, I consider Lanier – an old time. I mean, damn, he played for when they were still the Washington Bullets, you know. And and to to that, I meant to say I meant to say Bill Lambier. <laughs> I said Bob. Lambier. <laughs> but we're both different. <laughs> well, you know what? Bob Lanier is like four times better than Bill Lambier, and I don't even think it's close. Right. Here's I think other than uh, shooting guards, this might be the easiest category there is, guys. Centers. Okay. Okay. I got Jabbar, Shaq, Mm -hmm. Elijah Wan, David Robinson, Patrick Ewan. I'm going to give a Nick some love. Moses Malone, Robert Parrish. And here might be a shocker. But his numbers state that he should be in the top ten. Dwight Howard, Elijah, Eli, no, Alonzo Mourning, and Artis Gilmore. Yeah, Artis. <laughs> mm-hmm. So no, no, out of your list, you no Matumbo. Matumbo couldn't score unless he. I was Ding him up. So no. yeah, but I mean, I mean, for power forwards, you had a Robin. Tomo had a, had a had a specialty. You you want to know something? Do you know why I can put Robin in there? Robin won five championships, right? And people think that Robin couldn't score, but Robin could pass his ass off. And another thing, you I guarantee you, go back and look at the film of Dennis Robin. He never missed a pressure free throw his whole career, ever. So when he needed to get that ball or tip that ball back in the basket, he did. Rodman could have scored more. He could have been selfish and put a lot of those tip backs, but he didn't. Rodman yeah, seems like after he good. left Detroit, he seemed, seemed like he used to score points in Detroit, and then he focused mainly on rebounds uh, when he went to the Spurs. Now, think about it. When he played 
for the uh, Chicago Bulls. Think about how many times Rodman passed that ball inside that triangle to Pippen, Kerr, and um, Jordan. It was a beautiful thing to watch. The man could pass the rock. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Matumbo. So if somebody likes Matumbo, I respect him. You got to respect Matumbo. This is a good question. Would you consider Draymond Green a center? Power forward. Even though on that offense there's really no center per se, he's a power forward. He's not a a center. If he was a center... Let me ask you a question, Joe. If he was a center, would you say that he's the most skilled center who ever lived? No, but no, but he he, he can do he does a lot of things though. What center could out dribble? God, God centers too. Yeah, but I, I'm saying when it comes to passing, and there was those two three years where he could really shoot the three. Nobody could could carry the rock like him at a central position. Even a young Shaq is not as good with the ball as he is. Right. But I I don't I'm not buying into this it's nineteen twenty and you're six foot eight center. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make him that big anymore. You mean that small anymore? Uh, <laughs> no, he's uh you know he would be in another Draymond Green, when it's all said and done, if he keeps doing what he's doing, the last two years I think he he fell off a bit. But if he could put those numbers like 14, 15, and 16 back up, we could talk mm-hmm. about Draymond and Hall of Fame if he could do that for four more years. Yeah. So I don't know how. Oh, I say the same thing about um, Cousins. I feel like he was a great center. And I feel like hopefully he can get his his legs back this year and, and continue because the last two years is I mean the last year was kind of bad. Listen, if he can't ex- if he can't excel this season, there's a problem. Other but I think health. it's going to be tough for him because we don't know if he's in the starting position and then he's playing with Davis and LeBron. So it's like, how many basketballs do you have to pass around? And what's a bad a bad uh, preposition for Anthony Davis, and none of us mentioned him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Probably a reason why. Yeah. I like what? Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. I just think that he 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 has, he has injury problems. And I Anthony, think he needs a few more years to uh, figure it out. Anthony Davis falls in one category that we will discuss in a couple of minutes. That's playing now. That's the only thing he qualifies for. He has not put in the time yet to be on an all-time great list. I have him in my today's player. We will deal with today's players. That's okay. a list where AD falls in easy. And we also skipped over Kevin Durant. Oh. I don't think anybody mentioned him for power forward. Because, you know, uh, I don't list him. I don't list him there. Matter of fact, oh, you listen to that small forward? That's where we're going right now. Okay. We're going small forward, and I'm going to start. I got James, Bird, Dr. J again, Durant, Jamal Wilkes, Scottie Pippen, James Worthy, 
Paul Pierce, Adrian Dantley. And here's another one for you, Mr. June. And the heyday, Grandma Ma Larry Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to, to that, I would add Reggie Miller. Um, yeah, I'll add Reggie Miller. What about your boy, Mello? Yeah, Carmelo. <laughs> I don't consider him a small forward. But, <laughs> but yeah, we, we listed Miller when we talked about shooting guards. Shooting guard. Because that's what I consider him, a shooting guard. Oh, Reggie Miller? Yes. So I threw Reggie Miller in the shooting guard category. Now, have all these years I've been thinking that he's a shooting guard when he's really a small forward? I, I think more of a shooting guard for me as well for for his years with well all of his career with the Pacers. Yeah, you know, that's he did what a I lot. Him, but, uh, him, those type of guys like him, Spreewell, and those guys—they're like swings, but <laughs> you know that height, body build. Yeah, for for, for small forwards, I'll just I'll just add Grant Hill and and Kawhi. You know, I had I was fighting, Ned. I was fighting with Grant Hill, but Grant has spent so much time injured that I didn't add him. And you know, I love Kawhi, but I got a problem with the six years. And really, it's only been three years yeah, that Kawhi's be, been yeah. Kawhi. I mean, I I, I said Kawhi for the simple fact it's not too many plays like. All right, he was like one of the best players on the Spurs, and then for you to get sent to up north with a, and you managed to win a championship with a bunch of what I would call role players. I think that puts him in the in the category of of great right now. He's a special special player, and I'm going to live and I'm going to go to my grave and I don't think I'll live long enough to see the 30 for 30 so that we can find out what the real deal is why the hell he is no longer spur because <laughs> that might take that might take another 15 years for the 30 to 30, 30 for 30 to come out on that one you know mm-hmm. and I might not care I'll be like too old to give a damn so <laughs> <laughs> So we, we, we're talking small forwards. Anybody else got somebody else to add to that list? I just added those two. That was it. Okay. We did centers. And now we're going to talk about today. Your top NBA players playing right now. Uh, they could be injured, but they're playing today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my list is quite simple. It's James, Durant, Curry, Harding, Akapatumbo, because I just like saying that, Kawhi Leonard, A.D., Paul George, Kyrie Irving, and because I love this kid so much, Kimba Walker. I like Walker. To your list, I'll add uh, Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler, 
Milicek and Jokic, who I, I really like Jokic now. Uh, both of those guys are beasts. Uh, one plays for Denver, right? Jokic, yeah. Jokic, Jokic, I think Jokic just got tired against Portland because he yeah, was playing um, outlandish mean, at that size, playing 40-something minutes is tough. Yeah, he got tired. He got tired. Now, you got to add Westbrook to that because he was an MVP candidate. And he's been you know MVP, MVP candidate for the past couple of years. So you have to add him on the team that he's on, right? And then Lou Williamson, because or Lou Williams, whatever his name is, because he, he's like a six man, like Robin Horry was. Like this guy, he, he's been like the six best six man for like a couple of years now. Yeah, two different teams. People forget yeah. that he won it in Toronto before yep. he even came to the Clippers. But you know what? I, I look at my list and I say, who do I take off to put a Lou Williams or a Westbrook on there? And the only guy that I could sacrifice, really, I could sacrifice two, I guess, would be Kyrie never stays healthy for a full season and Kimba. But Kimba carried a whole franchise at six foot one on his back. And yeah. Yeah. you know what? He did an Iverson. He carried. He couldn't carry him that far, but he carried a whole team. And for a small dude to do that, who's not really selfish, that's that's a that's a tall task. Yeah, he's got to show and prove this year. See see how far he can progress. Yeah, but he's got a squad with him. Matter yeah. of fact, Tatum Tatum should be carrying that ball and giving him a bit of a break this year. Because yeah, we'll see what, he should be run. doing what Kyrie Irving was supposed to do in Boston. Okay, do you do you guys give a pass to Lillard and McCullough? Because these guys, <laughs> they're good, but they just can't get over the hump. I feel like Lillard this season is finally at the hump, and we'll see what happens going forward. I, I tell you what, this is my personal opinion. I could be dead wrong, but I'm going to be wrong on this. Lillard is a lot more flashy, but McCullum to me, is a better basketball player. McCullum is the guy that I desperately want to be a spur more than anybody in the entire league. McCullum, I want him. I don't give a damn what they got to do. Get McCullum in that gray and black uniform. That is a dude you build around. He can Just shoot. If you had, so if you had the choice of Westbrook or Lillard, who would you take? You know what? They're pretty much the same. Is Lillard younger? I don't. I don't know. Westbrook is thirty, right? Yeah. Uh, Lillard, Lillard might be younger. But I don't I feel like, like Lillard shoots better. But Westbrook may carry the ball better. But I don't think that Lillard, Lillard, some of his gangsters missing. I don't, I don't see him as like the ultimate team player. I don't see him as a good defender. I don't really like Lillard. He's flash to me. I don't like a player that's more flash than substance. And you know, I respect him for what he does. But 
when I think about a basketball player, I think about what, how would he be on my team? I don't want Lillard on my team, but I wouldn't want Russell on my team. Shit, I'd rather have Kimba. I'd rather have Kimba or, um, man, it, it would hurt me to say I wouldn't even want Kyrie on as, as a Spurs point guard. I don't like Kyrie. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't like Kyrie. I, I just think the, the issue the, this past season in Boston, I think, said a lot about Kyrie. So I'm I'm kind of on the fence about him. Well, Kyrie's a lunatic. Earth is flat. Actually, I'm going to even say from when he played with LeBron, so it's not even the Boston era. era. Like, you, you wanted to run a team yourself, and then you have issues at that team as well. And I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on with this guy. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see now on the Nets. So. Okay, he, you guys. This team will be his next year. We got We got coaches, guys. And the coaches, some of them I'm going to say you're going to have to agree if you're a basketball fan. You got Jackson, Riley, Daly, Sloan, Popovich. I got Kerr on the list, but I also have Lenny Wilkins, George Call, and Don Nelson. Oh, and Larry Brown. And if I want to go old school, I go Red Holzman and Red Arback. But Did that's you say really Sloan? Sloan, yes. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to that. make sure I heard his name. Uh, Kimberly, yeah. I'm fine with I'm fine with that selection. What about you? Uh, add do not put Jeff Van Gundy on this list. I'm going to have to kick you oh, out no, of here. No, no. <laughs> 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 no, I do like Stan Van Gundy, but for some reason he can't get. He, it seems like he doesn't get work often. You know what? I like Stan Van Gundy. I like matter of fact, I enjoyed the Van Gundy brothers when they're announcing and talking in booths. They're both very entertaining and they know their sport. And I had talked about him a couple of weeks ago. People don't realize Jeff Van Gundy, as funny as he looks and everything. That dude was an all-American point guard in college. People don't people don't know that he was an all-American point guard in college. Thanks a question. Not did um, what's the guy name on TNT that's with Barkley that runs the show? Uh, Johnson, Kevin Johnson. No, um, he's on TNT with Shaq and Kenny and. Barclay. Oh no, Kenny Anderson. The no, the white guy. Oh, that's Johnson. Is his name Kevin Johnson? Ernie Johnson. Ernie, Ernie, Ernie. Did Ernie ever play any sports? I don't think so. Ernie, Ernie looked like he might have carried the uh, water. All right, so he's just mm-hmm. one of those. I know sports, so I'm gonna be in this position. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, he's one of those like Kyle, like Max Kellerman. Never yeah. did shit in his life, but tell people how to play sports. I love him. <laughs> Okay, so how how would you how would you rate Mike D'Antoni? Uh, Mike Bum. I think if you he add defense to his uh to his to his coaching style, he might be a better. I will give him that running gun thing worked for a while, but after okay. a while, with teams play half court defense, it, it kind of throws him out of there. June, this is where I rate him. I rate him a second rate Don Nelson. He does, he does the same thing Don Nelson did, but Don Nelson did it longer 
and Don Nelson won more. So D'Antoni can't make my list. He's going to make whatever team he coaches more exciting because the offense is going to be devastating. He doesn't care about anything but get the ball up the court and score. But that's not just basketball to me, man, you know? That's like a I just feel like if it, doesn't, if it can't get you over the hump, you got to figure something out after a while. Yeah, and he. Did, how many teams is this now? The Lakers? Did he coach the Lakers? Houston. Uh, I thought he coached the Lakers, Houston, Sun, New York. Suns, right? Suns. The Phoenix Suns. You know what? He had his best years, as far as I'm concerned, really, with the Suns. He had mm-hmm. Amari and Nash, right? Yeah. But they couldn't get over that hump either. Something was missing. And I think it was D'Antoni was that something missing. Because Amari <laughs> Stoudemire at that time was like unstoppable beast. He's like a beast. He's actually trying to mm-hmm. get his way back into the league now, but I don't think that's going to happen. Of course, the Knicks got him at the end of it, you know, when he was hurt. Too much marijuana, obviously, over in Israel or something. I don't know. He's not getting back in the league. He's basically saying, I want to hang out with the boys and teach them. You didn't win. I don't need a guy who never won teaching my boys anything. Matter of fact, this is a fun subject now. We are now going to bring up the all-time NBA I do not have a ring group. Yeah, and, Camilo Anthony's the best. I, <laughs> I think Charles Barkley got to lead the lead the lead any list. Okay, you know what? Net, guess who I have very first on my list? Barkley. Charles Barkley. <laughs> then I got Stockton Malone. Mr. Mm-hmm. Iverson, Nash never won a ring. Ewing, I gotta, I gotta. Ewing's on the all-time never won a ring. Miller, Carter, McGrady, and we can't let this guy off the hook. Chris Paul. Right. Yeah, Chris Paul. <laughs> Only thing I would say is that I respect about Carter because even though he's still playing, he's not chasing a ring because he could have been a. He could have been on anybody's bench. And I'm like, he just goes to, it seems like, wherever he's comfortable. Didn't he just miss it in Dallas? Yeah, they missed it. Uh, he, I think he missed it by a year in Dallas. Yeah. But that's, that's my hope. Did he come to the Nets late? Because they, the two years that they were in the championship back-to-back? He went. He just didn't win. No, he didn't go one. I think one of the years they went with Kittleson. Yeah. And they Jeff might have gone the second year, but I don't, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Kittles and Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's the big tall guy who used to uh, stutter? Kenya Martin? No. Kenya uh, Martin, yeah. Oh, he, he had a stutter? I didn't know that. Yeah, bad stutter. Oh. Uh, now, I, I can't leave this guy off the list because I was going to punk out and leave him off the list. But I got to put him on the list. One of the greatest players who ever played basketball anywhere in the world, George Gervin, does not have a ring. And he oh, was an yeah. all-time great Spur. He's the guy who mm-hmm. turned me on to the Spurs. That's how long I've been a Spurs fan. So I, I was going to punk out and leave his name off the list. And I said, you know, that's a bitch-ass move. <laughs> but I got to yeah, ready, ready, ready. 
Reggie Miller could be on that list too. Yeah, he Reggie said, he Miller said Reggie. is on my list. He said Miller. For sure, Reggie Miller's on my list. Now I, I would have to add Rasheed Wallace too, then because he got a ring. He has a ring. He has a ring. <laughs> they oh, beat the Lakers. Detroit Pistons. Oh, Detroit! They beat the right, Detroit. <laughs> I'm thinking of thinking of Portland because I was like Portland has such a great team and couldn't get over the hump. No, no, they brought his ass over to Detroit, and he had uh, big shot uh, uh, Chauncey. Yeah. Yep. He had Rip mm-hmm. Hamilton and uh, that yellow fella Prince. Oh man, they did. And Ben Wallace. Yeah, and Ben Wallace. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot yeah. about that. Oh yeah, Ben Wallace. They had a Ben game. Wallace. Matter of fact, we're gonna bring Ben Wallace right back up again. I don't know if he's on this list, but. The best six men in league history. Uh, number one for me on the list, even over Lou Williams, is Kevin McHale. Because I, as far as I'm concerned, he was the grandfather of six men. I do have Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, Ginobili, yeah. Detlef Shrimp. Uh, the Curry boy's father, Dale Curry, was a six-man of the year winner. A dude named Ricky Pierce. June would know Ricky Pierce if he was a Bucks fan. Yeah. Lamar yeah. fucking Odoms, Jason Terry, <laughs> and Mr. Harding. Those are like the bomb diggity six minute of years for me. Only one I would add to your list is Tony Kukoc. That's not bad. I wouldn't. I, I can't argue Tony Kukoc being on this list. The Croatian sensation. You gotta add him. Yeah. Robert Horry. Robert did Robert Horry actually ever win the award? Yeah, did he? Sure. No. He didn't win the oh, award. Yeah. I do have to add one more. Um oh, what's the little guy named that from he got the tattoo before they won the championship in Dallas. Um I've got him on there, Jason Terry. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now, I will say this. Uh, I think we could all agree that Robert Horry might be the most important bench player in the history of the NBA. Yeah, he's the, he done stole some championships out of people's mouths. Listen, Robert Horry helped my team win a championship and took one away from us. <laughs> Robert Horry won a championship with the Spurs, but then he hit this big-ass shot against the Spurs, a three-pointer. I'll never forget it. Two two shots against the Spurs, I'll never forget. Ray Allen's three-pointer and Robert Horry's three-pointer. And they were on the brink of winning championships, and these dudes hit these three-pointers. So, uh, was, was Ray Allen mentioned during this um I think I, Ray, it's hard Ray for Ray because he was a starter for most of his career. Yeah, until he got to uh, Miami. No, I mean, in any of the lists, was, was, did we mention Ray Allen? Ray Allen is definitely on shooting guard list. Yes, he is mentioned. Ray Allen has not been ignored. Ray Allen was definitely on my shooting guard list. Now... This might be a, a difficult one, but you might remember a couple. The NBA's biggest bust ever. Oh, I Draft got high 
and became I'm just gonna go bummed. with one person I could think of right now, and that was uh Kwame Brown. Okay, number one on my list. But there are others. Okay. Here's one that June might argue with me because he plays now, but I think he's a bum. He has not accomplished what he's supposed to. Andre Balagani. I know I messed Bayani. up. Bayani. Bayani. Yeah, he's a bum. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I got Kwame. Darko Milicek, I don't even know if you remember him, Michael Oliver Candy, Greg Oden, Adam Morrison, Jimmy Finette, Joe Barry Carroll, Purvis Ellison, and Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie is maybe the biggest... Uh, He's the one they traded for Pippen, right? No. Sam Bowie is... Here's the misconception, right? Michael Jordan got drafted Oh, third. Jordan, yeah, 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 yeah. People think Jordan got drafted second. Yeah. Jordan got drafted third because it was Joe Barry Carroll, Elijah Wan, and then Michael Jordan went to Chicago. Yeah. Well, on that premise, I think you also have to add Darko Milicek. I did. Darko oh, you added him? Okay. Now, Darko has a ring... But he stole it in Detroit. He was on that Detroit championship team, too. Yeah, it's like, uh, what's the little guy named from Harvard? Oh, shit. Asian cessation. Um, oh, uh, Lynn? Lynn. He stole one in, in, in Toronto. This year, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, that happens. Guys get to steal rings here and there from time to time. But... Um, it looks like, dudes, we have actually made it through the NBA list. Exactly what I wanted to accomplish today, I accomplished today. I didn't have to bang my head on the wall with Trump too much. So this <laughs> this ended up beautiful. Now, I'm looking for my next top ten. I was oh, thinking wait, about... I have one, one more person to add to that list. Okay. He, he was on my team, me. and he was supposed to be the, the, the... We drafted him, I think, one or two, Mr. Jay Williams. Oh, my God, injury, the stupid motorcycle injury. Yeah, in his rookie season. I was like, dude, really? I got two. <laughs> they both had played for the Knicks at one time, too. Uh, Kenny Skywalker and Eddie Curry. Oh, well, Eddie Curry was great, but then I don't know why the Knicks took him from the Bulls with that heart issue. Hold on. Eddie Curry, you know what? I forgot Eddie Curry. Now, here's the thing. Didn't Eddie Curry come out the same time as Chandler? Uh, yeah, both them both. Yeah, and yep. Chandler has milked out of like a sixty-seven-year career in the NBA. And Eddie Curry, Eddie Curry seemed like he liked pizza a lot. Well, Curry had that heart issue. I think he had a, a, a erratic heartbeat or something like that. And that's yeah, that when the Knicks Curry. gave him that sixty million. I was like, he Curry got, got his ring on. Curry got his ring on the bench, but Tyson Chandler got he was starting when he got his ring. For the Mavs. Curry won a ring? Wait, Curry won a ring? Yeah. Yeah, yeah with the uh heat. Oh, get out of here. Oh, I you know, yeah. a lot of people got rings with the heat you don't know about. Yeah, you gotta look at <laughs> yeah. you gotta look at the twelfth man on the on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> there are there are a couple the Heat had a couple of guys who got rings. You know, and you'd be like, damn. 
Because when I think about it, I think Damon Jones got a ring with uh, the Heat. Uh, oh, one per- list? yeah, one person we didn't leave, we didn't do was uh, Joe Johnson. Oh, that was a good six man. I, I like Joe Johnson. Well, he was started too, so I don't know where to put him. He spent most of his career as a starter, and I I don't think that Joe was ever a great six man. He was basically a really, really, really good starter. I I respect Joe. I like ball players like that, like quiet but to kill you. Not very mm-hmm. flashy. Well, I and think I got was... another bus guy. Uh, even though he was great when he played, but he was a knucklehead. Um, Gilbert Arenas. Oh, see, here's the thing. I don't think I don't know if Gilbert came in with a lot of oomph, but what Gilbert, if we did a if we did a top ten four from Grace, Gilbert would be in the top three. <laughs> I mean, this was a dude who was. Dropping at sometimes forties and fifties, and then the next yeah. thing you know, next thing you know, he was on Instagram talking about black chicks. I mean, it, it happened that fast. Yeah. <laughs> this dude went from the penthouse to like the basement overnight. Yeah, but he got, he got paid doing it. He he he. Mm-hmm. Of fact, oh yeah, he got that big ass contract, and then they basically kicked him out the league with that contract. Here's the thing. And I, I I don't mean to be funny, Joan, but if you mm. want to look at the penthouse to basement, all you got to do is study the Knicks over the last 20 years. There's a bunch of dudes who were really good, and then the next thing you know, you're like, who the hell is this dude? I mean, like Mello. <laughs> Mello was still Mello when he came to the Knicks. He's in my I think, top it, I think it's, it's because you get these guys, right? like a mellow, and they don't want to alter their style of play for nothing at all. And I think if you just make one or two tweaks, that's that may, one, give you longevity, and two, help your team exceed more. But I think you get these guys sometimes where they just like, I've always been a star, and this is just the way it's going to be. I think in the last two years, Carmelo Anthony – was breathing down the neck of a championship, but because he told everybody that he wasn't going to be a backup role player, you don't think that Toronto could have used him as a shooter? Or say the year year before, really, he would have fit in perfectly with Cleveland. Yeah, there's no reason that Vince Carter should be playing at 41 and Carmelo is basically out the league in his 30s. Because Carmelo is tell, telling you he's still Syracuse Carmelo. He he can't come to grips that he's not Syracuse Carmelo or Denver Carmelo. Yeah. You know, Carmelo is never going to smell an all-star game again unless he buys a ticket. But he has not come to grips with that. Hey, just might as well just go to China, play with Marbury, and call it a day. No. You'll still, no still get paid. I still think that. Because if there's some, uh, what do you call it, veterans exception, I still see him being a Laker this season. Because he he won't hurt them. He can't hurt them. It's perfect. He just stand out on the wing and, and hoist up 10 shots a game. And that'll be yeah, it. But the, that, I think that's the problem. He don't want to be that player. Well, then that's, that's what, on that's him. What, that's what Thunder wanted him to do. And he didn't, he didn't do it. But he didn't want to be he, that spot-up shooter. 
if he if he can come to grips with reality, sometimes we have to remember reality. Yeah, I, think he, I think he would do it with LeBron, though. Matter of fact, I don't think. He would do that. Yeah, see, LeBron, I think he would because that's his bro, and he yeah. sees what happened to Chris Paul. They all know that Chris Paul's now in hell. Oh, Chris Paul's in the Chris. Uh, I, I I used to say I feel bad for Chris Paul, but I think that fight with Rondo and what Rondo said after that fight shined the light on Chris Paul that no one knew, and it seems like it's coming true. It's it's it, it's becoming more in the light now that he can, he can't see but, stay, he can't like see again, him, uh, play with his teammates. Yeah, but again, Harden didn't show up again in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> you know, it wasn't Chris Paul that didn't show up. Yeah, that's his story. But you know what, Chris Paul, we all know that it wasn't last year, but the year before when he got that injury, and we talk about the world's worst time. They had, yeah. they had Golden State on the ropes, man. Yeah, on the ropes, and they took yeah. their foot off the pedal. But yeah, I mean, maybe, sometimes that's just the way the cookie. Crumbles, I guess, because you could say the same thing when Draymond got suspended that last game when LeBron and them won. Yeah, and if you listen to Stephen A. Smith, he calls it a stimulus package from the NBA to LeBron. <laughs> nah, no, because just because Draymond, that's only one game. They came back down 3-1 and won the whole thing. I can see if it's just and more than one game. And he won the game. They won – Game seven, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, in Golden State. Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we get out of here, gentlemen, I just want y'all to throw this out throw this out there, and maybe one of y'all can help me. I'm thinking of another top ten, and we're not touching baseball. Fuck baseball. I can't even name ten baseball players, period. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking that I could actually do top ten black wrestlers top 10 tag teams, or I can go NFL. Top um, 10. I can do NFL offense. Uh, yeah, NFL. <laughs> well, I, we can do NFL. We don't have to okay. do whatever. Now, okay. now, what do you want me to do? You want me to set this up for next week or miss a week? I will prefer uh, next week for some fact the following week I'll be in New Orleans. Okay. So next week, people, we're going to do top okay. 10 NFL. And you know what? Think about it's gonna we're gonna go just the way I see it now. Wide receivers, quarterbacks, tight ends, running backs. Okay, that covers offense. And your top ten offensive teams. Well, I was just gonna get to put a disclaimer on this. I've only been watching the NFL maybe the past ten years. Ten okay, maybe ten to fifteen years. Okay, listen. The greatest show on turf existed in that time, mm-hmm. which was the uh, Kurt Warner and them. Mm-hmm. They existed, so you got some stuff. And you don't leave, don't leave the, the defenses out, though. So. <laughs> oh no, I'm not leaving yeah. the defenses out. I'm not leaving out the top ten linebackers, safeties, cornerbacks, and defensive linemen. The only people that I'm leaving out is line, those fat white linemen. Who block <laughs> on the offense? Nobody gives a fuck about them, and I don't care about kickoff returners, punters, or field goal kickers. Yeah, no they have some good defensive teams too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, there's greatest defensive seasons. Like the he wouldn't know about it, but the 1985 Bears. I'm gonna leave that open, but 
1985 Bears was a awesome defense. And mm-hmm. I'm going to even I'm even going to give this one hurts me and after this I got to say goodbye. <laughs> I'm going to even give the Giants of 2000 and I think it was 2007? No, 2011? 2007 Tuck yeah. Strahan and what's the man the with your hand? Oh, oh, JPP, uh, yeah. JPP, uh, Pierre. The man with no hand. <laughs> that was a yeah. hell of a defense. That was a hell of a defense. Strahan's last season in the NFL. That was a hell of a defense. I will give them credit for that. So we're gonna deal with that. And I'm I'm gonna thank you, gentlemen, for calling in, man. This was fun. I really enjoyed it. I like. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, no, man. Always welcome. But I like doing this when I don't have to talk about somebody dying and tragedy and shit over and over and over again for hours. Where's you out? I like to do something that's fun. And yeah. this one was fun. Top 10 golf, you would have to do. <laughs> I would have to research that. <laughs> yeah, I only know two oh, well, golf players. Yeah, I tell you what. I won't bore the audience or anybody else with golf. Uh, I, I, I leave that to myself. I talk about golf maybe for two minutes and I pass and that's about it. <laughs> no, it's weird. I'm, not... Adele, I'm getting into soccer for some reason. I don't know what it is. If it's on TV, I just watch the shit. And I'm like, I normally don't like games that end in like one zero. Are you watching from Europe? Like uh, United and stuff like that? DC United? Yeah, because I, I have some of the weird European channels. So if I turn and it's on, I just I just watch it because lately, especially in the summer, nothing on television, and I don't seem like I watched the entire Netflix, and I watched the entire YouTube. I'm just running out of things to watch here. Yeah, I, uh, and I have to thank June, man. June gets in these uh, these sports debates with people, yeah. and I just <laughs> they see my Facebook name and my Facebook picture. And I have to say, June, man, I thank you because when I respond back to them and I say something outlandish, like I did the other day, and I knew I was being yeah. funny. Like he came up with something about the Knicks, and I had came up with a, a a statement like, "The Knicks remind me of your fat friend who runs from the other end of the court with the basketball, thinking that he could dunk, and all he does with his little fat hands and legs is falls on his ass." <laughs> you know what? That day alone, I got like 400 people co- uh, viewed the show. <laughs> I guess they wanted to know who the hell I was. So, you know what? Keep posting crazy shit on, because I told you, I was going to be kind to you this year. I was going to leave you alone, but you wouldn't mind your business. <laughs> you wouldn't be a nice guy. And you would not be a nice guy, and I tried. So this yeah. guy here is a lunatic Nick fan. Net lunatic. He always believes that the glass is almost full. Oh, I have a friend he, like that too. I think it's just Nick fans in general. Yeah, I, yeah. They are actually the only people crazier on the planet than Nick fans are Trump fans. Yeah. Nick fans like, are the only fans I know that be like free agency be having five years later. They be like, yo, we gonna get those three guys. Like <laughs> Jesus. Like at least wait for, for the season to begin. No, they be Nick looking down the line. And Nick fans start talking shit in June for October. June, 
in Yeah, Toronto. I already heard that R.J. Barrett is going like, to be one of the best at his position. All right, we'll see. So I had promised I was not going to rip Nick fans. Now he just <laughs> opened up. The levy has been open. Now I'm just ripping Nick fans any chance I possibly get. <laughs> I, I want to remind them of their history. I want to remind them of the embarrassment they are to the great name New York. Well, what, what was it, 94, 95 was they, they, they best years, right? I mean, well, that's not, no, let's not talk about the 70s. I'm talking about the reclaim the thing. That's when they... 99. My Spurs beat yeah. them. I'm, try, I'm trying to wait until the Giants win two more and the, the Cowboys don't. So we'll have six and they'll have five. Before I get out of here, if we get Zeke back in camp like he's supposed to be, the Cowboys can make a good run this year. People are going to be pissed at the Cowboys again because they're going to be good, real good. But you gentlemen, man, y'all go have a great day. Right, you too, bro. Everybody have a good one. Yes, yes. And people, this is Strange Talk with Doc. Check me out. Like, share, subscribe. Give me some comments. And I'm going to tell you like I always tell you, peace, peace, peace. Okay, gentlemen, we out of here. All right, have a good one, fellas. Right. You too. All right.